You're listening to Season 2, Episode 10 of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, we have a great interview coming up next with Ghost Twin. I'm excited for you all to hear that. Now, I believe I've talked about this, but this week, nonstop, pretty much all I've been listening to is the new Mammoth WVH album. It is just a masterpiece, and each time I listen to it, I love it even more. I said this last episode, I'm pretty sure, but Wolfgang Van Halen did an absolutely amazing amazing job on this one. and. It's just, like I said, it's just been on repeat for me, and I'm super impressed with it. Now, this week's song of the week is Remote Control by The Age of Electric. Now, the singer for Age of Electric is uh, Todd Kearns, who, in more recent years, plays bass for The Conspirators with uh, Slash and Miles Kennedy. and. Age of Electric is one of his more popular projects. Um and this this song is their their hit, their biggest song. And it's a great one, super catchy tune. Uh and just like an awesome like it's just for for me it's an awesome comfort song that I just throw on in the background. It's also a great a great album. There's some other great ones on this one as well. And yeah, so that's this week's song of the week. Hey everyone, so today our special guests on the podcast are Ghost Twin. How are you today? Good, how are you doing? Good. So firstly, um, how did this group sort of come to be? Hmm, well, uh... James and I have collaborated on all kinds of different projects. Like we're we're a married couple. Mm-hmm. We have, and we kind of were united through uh, our different uh, art and music scenes that we were a part of. Okay. We uh, initially uh, James was making films, and I got interested in that, so I collaborated on those a fair amount. And I was in a different band before, which uh, I was always. Uh, getting James to do graphic designs and art for, so he kind of collaborated on that project a bit, and at some point that project dissolved, and James uh, kind of approached me with the idea that we should make some music together, and uh, I thought that that could act... Well, actually, we had this moment that uh, I was like, are you sure you want to introduce that into our marriage because we might end up having a divorce? <laughs> and uh but so far so good it seems to have been the right choice yeah yeah and um sort of developing your sound sort of having um a more vintage electronic sound which sort of um, made you decide to go that route with your music uh i don't know like i mean like that just kind of that, that's just what kind of came out when when we started writing music like we had we like I had edited actually edited a. I saw you had a bunch of the guys from the Watchmen on. Yes, yes. Your show, yeah, 
Yeah, I, 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 my friend of mine made a documentary about them, I don't know, about 10 years ago now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I had edited that, and it was playing at North by Northeast Festival in Toronto, and cool. I was like, hey, why don't we go? That'd be kind of fun. We can go hang out with those guys and, and go see other films and other music, and we went to the fest, and we went to a show. It was like the first show of like Austria, and Trust was on the bill. Yeah. I don't think they were even called Austria. It was just, it was still Katie Stelmanis, like her solo project. And, um, that, like that, I think it kind of blew my mind just to see people doing kind of like, you know, darker electronic music, like, like very goth now. Like it's not But like... it was kind of like a reinvented goth. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, it, yeah. there was a certain point in music, uh, at, around maybe just like, just prior to that time that goth kind of felt like it had this kind of a stank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and they it... were like embracing it and reinventing it, and we found that very exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with sort of like your theme that sort of comes along with your music, um, did that just sort of evolve over time, or uh, did it just have to do with both of your creative backgrounds? The theme. What do you mean by that? Like sort of like more of a goth, like darker theme, as you were saying. Uh, no, I don't know. I think that's just what comes out of us yeah. naturally. Like, we're not really trying to put anything on and try to, like, write a, a certain kind of dark music. It's just, yeah. that's that's just, like, I mean, like, we're both pretty silly people. Like, uh, you can tell from talking to us for five minutes, I'm sure. But, like, when we're making art, it's, we, we, we take it serious, but, like, we're also, we also have a really good sense of humor about it. Um, which is why, like, you know, our last album, we had a song called Plastic Heart that's all about you know, uh, like, like you know, contacting spirits with a Ouija board, but then we made this ridiculous video in a gym um, that just kind of, like, pokes fun at, at ourselves, essentially. Like, it's, like, lampooning what we do. So it's like, yeah, we, 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 take, we take it seriously, but we don't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Now, as a group, do you have specific um, inspirations that you look up to uh, when it comes to your music? Like, there's nothing, like, we don't have this, like, specific vision of that we're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we, like, as when we, all throughout our time, uh, knowing each other, we've kind of been into the same music, but we've also, like, turned each other on to different things. We're kind of, like, music nerds, like, we've always listened to a variety of different things and have been, like, influencing each other artistically. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's ended up being like quite a a variety of influences, and it gets uh, like whatever goes to it is is kind of uh, how our influences and uh, different uh, random ideas we've picked up along the way have uh, been integrated into music that we decided we wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like our new album. It's kind of like we were going to the gym a lot and karen found this this really fun playlist called outrun workout it has yeah. like a picture of arnold schwarzenegger on his like the the playlist photo yeah like, he's like ripping his <laughs> yellow tank top yeah. and i'm just like i love this music and the picture and i'm not sure what i love better yeah so we ended up listening to like probably too much synth wave so there's definitely like some of that is like is like seeped in to the sound of this record you know yeah. and just like I don't know, yes, whatever we're listening to, it's not really we're not really trying to make a certain kind of style. It's just like you know things that we like about different genres and yeah, and just and, other things that we we haven't heard yet that we want to mm-hmm. we want to hear, you know. And that yeah. may be a good or a bad thing. I don't know. Like listening to like 
we are really quite proud of this album, I think. Like, we're excited about... We still like listening to it, which is kind of rare. Yeah. And uh, it's either a strength or a weakness that uh, it kind of takes you on a bit of a, a varied journey through uh, different kinds of ideas. And it, it doesn't really create a vibe on its own. Like, some albums, like, it kind of creates this this vibe that's kind of unified and you can put it on because you're in a certain mood. I don't know if that is something that our album is really applicable for, but we're yeah. okay with that. Yeah. So getting more into the new album, when did you start working on this record? <clears throat> well, I guess in, we kind of started working on it right after we finished the last one. Yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah, we, we'd written, uh, we would like kind of like, we, well, we like that last one took us on tour to a few places and to a few festivals and stuff like that. And then we hadn't really written anything for a while. So we started like, you know, hunkering down and we, we uh, decided not to play any shows for about six months until we had like a new set of, of music that was ready. Yeah. We just, we we're just getting tired of playing the same song, you know, show after show. And um, yeah. And, and then you went on a little like winter retreat yeah what a few songs yeah i had uh i had some vacation time i had to use which isn't a problem it's just something that i had to do and uh, i had about three or four half written songs and i just needed some time to be isolated so uh yeah it's funny to think about like being isolated as being like (laughs) something like a privilege to look forward to but that, that that was the experience i had at that time i at yeah my dad uh is retired and he likes to go spend the winter in Texas. So he was gone and he has a nice like, kind of cabin out on Lake Manitoba that I went and stayed at by myself. Mm-hmm. That was quite enjoyable. Yeah, but then we, I think we, we, we got some, like we applied for some grants to make it and we found out that we got it like, like late January 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and, for February even. Yeah. It was like just like on the cusp of explosion of nothing yeah i think we had, we were planning on going to the studio like end of march early april so right obviously, obviously that that didn't happen but then there no. was like a like a really like short window where things kind of opened up in the summer as you know for better or for worse and um yeah so we were able to, to carve out some weekends in the studio and recorded all the vocals and then we we, we mixed it with this guy uh valentin Houchon from montreal he, yeah. he, he works with this other artist dust mortel Mm-hmm. that we quite like and Karen had had collaborated with and we were like like it was it felt like the right sound so we just kind of did that over like you know uh um we transfer an email and stuff like that and yeah 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 and going more into i guess you started talking about it but the production um for this record how did that sort of um work what do you mean um in terms of uh recording and um, production. Could you go? Could you dive a little bit more deeper into how that sort of worked? Yeah. Well. Well. We 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 do, we write everything in Ableton, and um, like uh, we have we we really only use two synths for the record. Is my Virus Ti two and Moog Sub Fatty and Karen plays a Dan Electro. And so we played a little of, bit of Juno on it. Yeah, we, that's right. Much. Yeah, like the last one, we we kind of it was a bit more of like an analog rock. Like we we just kind of borrowed like all kinds of synths and drum machines and had and, actual drums. Yeah, and had actual drums. And we just played a bunch of them. But this one, we kind of wanted a bit more of an electronic sound. So all the drums are electronic, and it's a lot of stuff that I had actually 
sampled from like old industrial records like from mm. the 80s yeah um just like little sounds here and there and trying to like and these like old i got a bunch of like fairlight samples i don't know if you're familiar with that but it's this really old synthesizer that has like a computer and it's like it's like a sampler synth so you you sample like different instruments and it has like this really kind of dinky but awesome sound to it cool. <laughs> so, so I, we brought a lot of those sounds into it and then yeah like so, so we, we kind of did we did like a pre-mix of all the stuff and we just recorded vocals and guitar and some, in the studio in like the we studio, probably yeah. out with our buddy uh mike falk who we, we've worked on on all our recordings he yeah. recorded like the the like the analog elements of our album at mm-hmm. paintbox yeah and then some like some live synths that we we played instead mm-hmm. of programmed and yeah yeah and then just mix it all together at home and then sent, yeah just sent off like you know they, it, like there ended up being so many different like tracks because i i spent a lot of time like uh playing with like layering and stacking sounds like so um instead of just having like because i, I just didn't want to have this really kind of uh empty kind of electronic sound like you know if you have just have one drum sample it sounds right. kind, of, kind of just not good <laughs> so but if you yeah. but if there's something about that sound that you like you can dial back the mid-range or dial back the low end and find like yeah, a layer them with different eqs yeah like so you take like an 808 sound and just use like that low end uh oomph of it but then find some like kind of like other drum that has a bit more of like a like a thuppy kind of like quicker sound to it and just use like the mid and the high or something like that so all the, the drum sounds are probably about like five or six different sounds layered and same goes with the synths like if i just wasn't happy with the baseline that i'd have like three other tracks playing the same thing but just just like certain elements eq'd out of them you know mm-hmm. yeah um now i like to ask this question because um you know the response is uh different just about um every time now of course the pandemic has put um a pause on this but in terms of playing shows do you have a specific memory um that or story that sticks out to you that you'd like to share mm. um there's been so many <laughs> um the person that comes to mind like well you want a good or a bad story <laughs> <laughs> your choice your choice anything uh well one of our Two of our favorite experience. Well, I think I have like maybe three yeah. favorites. Um, when we played uh, in Moncton, New Brunswick, and uh, it was this kind of goth night thing, and um, those those people were like the most friendly, and it was yeah, it, we they created this wonderful dance party atmosphere, and it was it was very exciting. They were just lovely people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we ended up playing this other place, kind of in the the same part of Canada, but I won't name the the city or venue or anything. Where we ended up playing for virtually nobody, but a room of old men who are betting on horse races <laughs> on uh, these like dot matrix computers but, or whatever. But no, they but they're they're facing the other way from the stage. Yeah, like, it was really awkward and weird, but it was very memorable. But they had a great, kind of great sound system. They, they had a really good sound system. Yeah, yeah. it's a good practice run. Yeah, it was yeah. A good pra- totally. And uh, then uh, our our U.S. tour that we did uh, in 2019 that was uh, that felt like such a victory because it was uh, it, it's very challenging lining everything up and getting the visa and having it all time out together it was our first attempt at making that work 
Mm-hmm. And uh, probably my favorite show from that was Cleveland. Yeah. Actually, because that was kind of really raw and awesome. Yeah. And Cleveland kind of felt like the U.S. version of Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah, they have a very self-deprecating attitude yeah. about their city. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen those uh, those fake Cleveland uh, tourism videos on YouTube. You should look that up. <laughs> they're kind of amazing. So we kind of kept singing the the Cleveland songs to them. Yeah, I mean, they all they all know it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, how do you feel you have sort of progressed with your music um, from where you first started to now? Mm. Um, well, personally, like, I'm not really a musician. Like, Karen has all the music experience, like, in training, and I have virtually none. Um, so I, like, I feel like it's, like, I, when I hear music in my head, I can get it down, like, much quicker now. Like, I actually know, like, I've, I've, I've learned the, like, intuitively, like, you know, what, which notes go together, which don't anymore. Like, right. when we first started making music, Karen would be like, oh, those notes don't work together but now it's just like i i could just figure it out much easier and production isn't so so scary and daunting like it just it's been a lot easier to just you know to to hear like a sound in my head and be able to like make that sound you know like before it would take me probably like a day to 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 try to you know just i I hear this fuzzy bass in my head and i can't find the preset i don't even need to find presets anymore i can just make that sound so like that's that's a pretty big win for me is being able to get the music out of my head quicker, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, do you have any advice for, um, musicians or artists of any kind that are, um, sort of just getting started? Hmm. Well, I guess, I was I was oh I was thinking about your other question and this one would also kind of apply to this about like something that I've like kind of improved upon or or worked at and something that I think is really valuable for people to consider doing as they're making music collaboratively especially is to just learn to be open to other people's ideas and like not be like so like precious about your music and having an ego about it if uh, if you can kind of let the music kind of do what it's going to do and be what it's going to be and be open like other people's ideas like I think that's been one of the best things working with James on this music is that I've really learned to uh, just kind of let it go sometimes and trust that we'll go with his idea and see uh, where that takes yeah. us and uh, I find that is both ends up creating better music and also, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, well, less, less stress and uh, it's a, a much more like, fun atmosphere for the band than if we were like arguing about notes, which yeah. I also had the experience doing in another context and find that this is a much better way to be. Yeah. yeah. And also like when, after you've, after you've written a song and you've released it, like it's, it doesn't really belong to you anymore. Like it belongs to people who, who, who love it and who, and who, yeah. and who like, you know, identify some part of themselves in that song and that whatever, um, whatever you meant it to be, whatever it you doesn't, doesn't, matter, doesn't anymore. matter anymore. It's whatever it means to them at that point. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely, I definitely, um, agree with that 
Now, it's tough to say with, I guess, the current state, um, I guess, the world um, is in, but um, anything that you're looking forward to musically um, in the future? Mm. Well, we are very excited to tour whenever that can happen again. That is yeah. absolutely certain. We're, we're looking forward to, to having these little cards that say we might be able to leave Manitoba. <laughs> and we all and we to to kind of wish it along the way we actually bought some concert tickets in Minneapolis for the fall as like a hope against hope so here's hoping yeah yeah well yes yes seeing live music again yeah not, not even just playing live music again but just mm-hmm. you know being able to to go and see what other people are doing and be inspired by that like that'll be exciting agreed for sure yeah, now before we wrap up the interview, is there anything else you would like to add? Where can people find your music, social media, and all that sort of stuff? Uh, you can just go to our, you just type in Ghost Twin in, in the Google. You can go to our website, ghostwin.com, or, or just at Ghost Twin yeah. in most places. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah, we have a, a band camp and Instagram and pretty much everything. Pretty much. There's a few that we don't have that we should probably get, but we're working on that. We're not on TikTok. Yeah, but... we're thinking, like, how can we do that without it being embarrassing? And then we're thinking... <laughs> TikTok's we... difficult. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should make cooking videos. I don't know. We might... There may be ghost food cooking videos There's on the There's some horizon. pretty funny recipes that we've made the last Yeah, time, I like, because I always get mad when people throw away their Halloween pumpkins. So I want to make a video saying, it's food. Yeah. Yeah, and then for our album cover... Uh, Karen's holding like a platter with a with a heart on it, and we had so we had to like track down a heart. Um, we we have a butcher that we were buying meat from in the you know over the pandemic, yeah. And and we we bought three from them, and they were like, well, what do we do with these hearts? And we watched that, that show Hannibal, and we're like, well, he cooked a heart on one of the shows, <laughs> so we looked up the Hannibal Hannibal recipe for how to cook a heart. So we we, <laughs> we we ate three hearts in the last little while. We did, and we know how to cook them well now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for coming on the podcast oh, yeah, our thanks pleasure. for having thanks us. For inviting us yeah all right thank you so much to ghost twin for coming on the podcast uh i was really glad we were able to have that conversation and put that together on some short notice um i was really happy to have them to have them on the show and yeah thank you all so so much uh for tuning in as uh, always promised, more great episodes and interviews, of course, coming soon. And yeah, it's already been 10 episodes of season two. Uh, it's just flying by here. And it's, it's only going to get better from here. More amazing guests and amazing episodes. And yeah, so be sure to download this episode. Follow or subscribe, depending on where you're listening. And give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter, at Talk and Rock Pod. And for all other information, links, all that sort of stuff with the podcast, feel free to check out talkandrockpod.com. And yeah, thank you all so, so much for tuning in. I'm your host, GMH, signing off. Let's talk and
Talking Rock. It's Talking Rock with GMH. 